0: came across an article this morning co-authored by two of my favorite women in the leadership space, Amy Edmondson and Kim Scott. And since this podcast is about actionable leadership development that you can integrate into your day, that's how I started my day and thought, I want to share this with you right now. So Amy's work on psychological safety is brilliant. And Kim Scott's book on radical candor, if you've read it, is a game changer, for leaders and teams. And that is what I wanna talk to you about today. Welcome to the Coffee on Leadership podcast. I'm Shaylee Trentum, a higher education practitioner and professor turned consultant, guiding leaders in cultivating creativity and wholeness through learning and development. And this podcast is a whole lot of that, fit into short segments you can listen to over a cup of coffee. Meet me here as I design conversations around leadership that you can authentically integrate into the spaces where you lead and have impact. Cheers. So their article on the intersection of those two fields of Kim's work on radical candor and communication and Amy's field of psychological safety And where those intersect, this caught my eye. And for you, well, I want you to think about psychological safety in your workplace and the ways you are communicating openly and with candor among your team. Now, the reason why I love this article is that in co-authoring, they were presenting ways that psychological safety and radical candor intersect for leaders. And some people see these as two sides of a spectrum. opposing sides. They think that radical candor is just brutal honesty and saying whatever the heck you want, which it's not. And they may feel that psychological safety is just about cultivating a nice and harmonious and peaceful workplace where conflict does not exist, which that's not what psychological safety is in the workplace. And we know that the peaceful, harmonious workplace without conflict would be a unicorn workplace that truly doesn't exist and conflict can be good, right? So instead, Kim and Amy break down how they work together in this article that popped up in Fast Company, and it's titled, Follow These Four Steps to Create Psychological Safety in Your Teams. Super actionable, right? So first, let's do some definitions here. I want to give you kind of some groundwork before you're going to dive over into this article for your development today. First, radical candor. So Kim Scott has defined it as the space where leaders care personally and challenge directly. Her book is brilliant for leaders who are looking to level up their communication and dig into the ways that feedback is really important for transforming work and transforming culture. Then on the flip side, if you're new to the work of Amy Edmondson, she defines psychological safety as the shared belief that a team is safe for interpersonal risk taking. This means a psychologically safe workplace is one where people can speak up and voice ideas and take risks and openly fail and have some cushion there. So we can generally in this field recognize that psychologically safe workplaces where people feel safe to take risks and fail and become more resilient would require workplaces where people also feel capable of communicating, right? And they would be able to do that in ways that challenge directly while also caring personally, which is what Kim talks about. So this article, of course, is going to make sense to most leaders already who follow these two women, aka me, and why I'm sharing with you, but... After all of this, you still have homework because I still want you to scroll down to the show notes and grab the link to spend five minutes reading this article and considering the four steps that you need to create psychological safety in your teams. And on your way there, here's what I want you to do. I want you to assess where your team is at right now before you dive into those steps. So heading into the final weeks of the year when you're listening to this, things might be a little tense, right? It's just the season. It brings an added layer of stress and overwhelm to everyone. And so that bleeds into the workplace, right? And when it feels like the stakes are higher, we tend to play it safe. But when we're talking about true psychological safety, at work, it means that we get to confidently take risks. There's a culture of resiliency that's already been established, and that's the landing zone, which is why we wanna create more psychological safety on our teams in the first place. So as you're thinking about this, as you're thinking like, man, it is a tricky season, and I also wanna be a leader who's always considering bettering our workplace and considering how people are feeling safe in the moment, I want you to think about how your team might be feeling right now, because maybe it's the end of the year and they are hustling to meet sales goals for the end of Q4, or maybe they have an upcoming annual performance review that they are worried about or thinking about or considering or wrapping up a project on time, even if new info has presented itself, but they're like, I have to finish this by the time I take a holiday break it might be impacting how they're feeling about risk-taking in general and how risk and failure might impact the way people see them. So think about the people around you and are they able to voice opinions about the changes coming up in 2023? Can they share ideas about how to kick off 2023 better? Can they ask for help right now? And likewise, adding to that is what's going on outside of work, right? Christmas parties and school plays and family illness and travel plans and traditions, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, might all be contributing to the way that we are communicating at work or the way that we are showing up at work. That overwhelm of all the end of the year brings, both personally and professionally, could be contributing to shared feelings of impending doom or interpersonal failure Which dampens overall engagement, our well-being, and psychological safety of the team as a whole. So you, leader, I want you to consider the ways you are leading to encourage psychological safety. Those questions I just asked, what are people stressed about? What are people overwhelmed about? Are they able to voice opinions? Can they share ideas? Can they ask for help? How are you leading to encourage psychological safety and interpersonal well being today, care personally, challenge directly, stay curious, and consider how psychological safety comes first for you and your team. All right, go top off your coffee, dive into that article, and find one way that you can start to put this into action today or utilize one step in that article to start facilitating and fostering a workplace of psychological safety. Leadership requires you to make the first move and start putting it into action now. Make it happen. Thanks for listening to the Coffee on Leadership podcast. Take a few moments to reflect on how you will integrate today's episode into your life. And let me know if it was helpful to your leadership. Reach out, visit my website, or leave a comment. And don't forget to share with colleagues and subscribe for future learning. Until our next cup of coffee together, cheers.